When Maurice Brown was a student at OCC, it seemed like everyone on campus knew him. He was a member of the Politics Club and a delegate to then-presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. He was in the Black Student Union. He was a stand-up comic, and he was a member of the United States Army Reserves. In fact, his graduation was delayed a semester when he was called to active duty. Well, five years after earning his degree, Maurice has returned to campus. He's using all of his life experiences to help students as a success coach in our School of Liberal Arts. And he's our guest today on the podcast. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Marabito. We record our conversation in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Maurice, welcome to Chatting About College. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Right off the bat, let's get this out of the way. What do you like to be called? Because you have many life experiences (laughs) and many names. Um, This is actually a good question. A couple of my colleagues have been asking me this because, uh, you know, the birth certificate says Maurice Brown, and most people call me Mo. But I truly have no preference. So Maurice works. Uh, One of the things about the military is that basic training, they take your name. You become private and Mm -hmm. then you get promoted to sergeant, et cetera. So ever since then, I didn't really have much attachment to my name. I guess our friends call me Breezy. That's like the super friendly name. But Maurice works for the setting or Mo. But Is it Mo Breezy or just Breezy? So friends just call me Breezy. Breezy. Mo Breezy is also... Okay. <laughs> a moniker, if you will. Man, you got a lot of names. <laughs> yes, sir. So you're a native of Brooklyn. How did you wind up here at OCC? So, yeah, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, um, failed out of SUNY Brockport in 2011, 2012 semester, and then joined the military. And then I was in the military for a bit, and I kind of just landed here. I kind of just arrived in Syracuse. Um, OCC actually, at the time and to this day, is one of the highest rated college for veterans. So um, when I found out OCC has such a good, you know, veterans infrastructure and I wanted to get some sort of degree at that time, OCC was just a perfect fit and started at OCC, you know, did some of the stuff with the uh, local politics. And I kind of just fell in love with Central New York and I've been here ever since. Um, I love it here. You know, I own my home and, Mm -hmm. you know, I plan on being here for a really long time. It's an easy place to fall in love with. It really really is. is. Yeah. Weather. I don't know. I just like it. Yes, sir. Eh, weather's minor. No, I like the weather. It's <laughs> yeah. cold. It makes you stay inside. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the things you okay. were involved with when you, when you were a student here yes, because sir. that's Big experiences you can share with yeah. students. So politics mm-hmm. club, what yeah. did you get out of your experience with the politics club? Um, I got so much out of my experience with the politics club, whether it was like connecting with the other students that were also interested in politics, you know, just I felt like I was the only one. And then I saw that not only was I not the only one, but, you know, there was a wide disparity of views, but also, you know, I got to connect with, like, uh, Dr. Thewitt. I got to connect with uh, Professor Tomrowski, um, you know, just so many people, and, like, I got so much out of it, got to learn so much, explored a bunch of different viewpoints that I never thought about, and, you know, I'm very grateful that I did that because, you know, it enlightened me to a whole other world. Did that play a role in you becoming a delegate to then-presidential candidate Bernie Sanders? It, it kind of seg- – like it definitely helped. I won't say, it. you know, it. we're totally separate, 
But on one hand, I was exploring politics. I really wanted to get to know more about, you know, everyone's different views because, you know, OCC is a lot of different backgrounds. We have, you know, several languages spoken on campus and several political beliefs. And the politics club, it was a it wasn't just like college Democrats or college Republicans like it was everybody. So we got to hear everyone's views. But when the presidential campaign started up, I was kind of just volunteering helping out the campaign. And then they asked, you know, who wants to be delegates? And then when I was like, you know, telling them the things that I guess made me qualify, being, um, you know, president of the Policy Club definitely came up. So I'm sure they, you know, saw that and knew I was someone that was, uh, you know, at least interested in hearing other perspectives. But, you know, I I don't know if one led directly into the other. Right, that right. Makes sense. Yes, you were also in the Black Student Union. What was that experience like for you? Um, again, that was another, you know, enlightening experience. Um, being so far away from home, a lot of, you know, my culture was stuck in Brooklyn and getting to be a part of the Black Student Union. I got to meet a lot of people that I'm still good friends to to this day, actually. I was just talking to Clarence. But, um, you know, that was another experience where I got to, like, organize. We put together events. We did the um, basketball tournament. I don't know if you remember that. But, like, we put together the first one. That was a you know, interesting experience. We went to the Dunbar Center. We uh, helped. Like, we just... I was I was able to do so much more things and it just added to my OCC experience where like the classroom was one thing, you know, the education definitely mattered, but like those extracurriculars they added so much, like almost, you know, exponentially to my college experience. And uh, you know, I'm glad OCC was able to facilitate that. That's great. Yeah, that was awesome. You were also a stand-up comic. I was. How'd you get interested <laughs> in that? So, um, you know, that is a super long story, but basically <laughs> I, you know, I was at that time in my life in 2012, 2011, where I failed out of college and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And before I joined the army, I started telling jokes. <laughs> and then, um, you know, while I was in the military, there was no rule against it. So I kind of just explored it even more. Um, I did a bunch of the open mics in Syracuse, New York, uh, Giorgio Days. I performed um, at the CNY Playhouse, a bunch of places. And, uh, you know, I kind of just had a knack for it. I guess I'm funny, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that was fun. And then I actually got to perform at OCC. I got to perform in the, um, in the Laser Lounge downstairs in Gordon. And, you know, I like to think I was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also performed in uh, Academic 2, too, in the recital hall. We had a show. But, uh, yeah, no, I... I don't know. I think I'm funny. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes, sir. You were also United States Army Reservist. Yes, sir. And your graduation got delayed a semester because you were uh, sent on active duty down yes, to sir. the military prison in Guantanamo Bay. Yes, sir. That must have been quite an experience for you. Absolutely. Um, that was probably the biggest formational or at least the most recent formational event in my life because I was on schedule to graduate in the... December of 2016, so the fall semester of 2016, and then, you know, May 2017, I deployed active duty, and um, it, it was an eye-opener. So I got there May of 2016, and I left January of 2017, so most of the 2016 election I experienced through the lens of a deployed soldier. So just that part alone was, you know, super formational, you know, a lot going on in the world. And experiencing it from that viewpoint definitely shaped me. But also, you know, I had to put put my education behind. And 
I was upset because I was, I was doing really good at OCC. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know if you know, but my grades were very good. And uh, I was ready to have that degree in my hand. But, you know, I have no regrets for the decision I made. I think I made the best decision for myself at that time. And, you know, I think I learned a lot serving the country. And, you know, I like to think that what we were fighting for, my mission mattered. And, um, you know, I, I helped even if in a small way. So you got back here in January of 2017 as the spring semester is beginning, and yes, you're sir. just making a incredibly quick transition from being in the military to now all of a sudden you're back in the classroom. Yes. That must have been really interesting yes. for you. So there are some similarities between the military and school, but there's some like drastic differences. But, like, you know, right place, right uniform, that's universal. Mm-hmm. So, like, attendance wasn't an issue. I'm, you know, used to being in the right place on time. But it's very different mindset where in the military it's like you must be this, and there's, like, super micromanagement down to, like, the way you walk is even structured, where at OCC is, you know, very free structure. We, uh, you know, encourage students to be themselves and that actually adds to our college experience so it was you know a shift if you will but I think I think I managed it well I was able to finish up my uh courses and I graduated in the spring of 2017 but uh yeah it was definitely a transition so you went from here to Syracuse University which yes, is sir. where you earned your bachelor's degree that yes, must sir. have been another pretty dramatic shift going from a community college to a major university like that yes uh, SU was an experience. It was a lot faster than OCC, but not even like education wise, like the coursework seemed to keep up. But SU, it always seemed like there was something going on and there's like an infinite amount of distractions. But, you know, the the professors stay on top of you. And, you know, it it was an interesting transition. Um, I'm happy it happened. I I think I did fairly well at SU. But, you know, I really I missed OCC. Um, It's just a different scenario, different style. Um, I say it all the time and I guess I'll say it here. Um, Both schools are very good at their mission. Both schools, like if you abstract their missions, SU is very good. They make really good employees because that's what they're trying to do. So it's very focused on, you know, you have to do this, this way and this, this way so that you could get a job and, you know, produce in the world. Where OCC, I feel, has a different mission. I feel OCC is trying to make good people. And they are mm. trying to create, you know, humans that will form this community that we, you know, live and love in central New York. And both schools are very good at their mission. But the mission at OCC just resonated with me so much more. And I just missed it. Um, if OCC had a four-year program, I would have never left. <laughs> uh, I've heard that <laughs> said a lot. I've yes, heard sir. that said a lot. Yes, sir. So you remained very active in politics. Yes, sir. And after you got out of SU, you wind you wound up running a um, campaign for Anna Kellis of Trumansburg in the 125th district. She ran for New York State Assembly and she won. Yes, sir. That must have been a pretty good feeling for you to run a campaign, and <laughs> it came out on the right side. Absolutely. Um, so throughout my time at SU and here, you know, I worked on smaller campaigns. Um, here, so I kind of built up to it. Uh, I had a small role on a Rachel May State Senate campaign as well. But Anna's campaign, that was the first time I was like the campaign manager. I was the leader. And it was exciting. Um, you know, lots of tops and turns. So I was on that campaign in March of 2020. I don't know if anybody remembers, but the world drastically changed in March of 2020. Yes, it did. Shutdown orders. So, you know, we got to experience that together as a team. But, you know, ultimately we came out um, victorious. We won um, a seven-way primary with, I believe, 35% of the vote, which is something I'm very proud of. And, uh, you know, I, I, I... 
she's doing really good things in the New York State Assembly. And I like to, you know, I take pride in the fact that I, I played a, a role in that. Earlier this year, you made the decision to step away from politics. And that's yes, when sir. you started thinking about what you were going to do with your life. And it brought you back here to yes, OCC. Can you take us through your thought process a little bit and how, yes. how all that happened? Um, it's kind of like the, uh, the Thanos from that movie where it's like you did all these things and where'd you bring you? Mm-hmm. Back to me. <laughs> like I'm just back at OCC. But um, no, I was... You know, in politics, but politics is like 150 miles an hour all the time. And mm-hmm. then in 2020, of all years, it was even faster. Like 2020 was a big year political, as I'm sure everyone listening knows. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of the work I did. I really am. But when I'm thinking about my life, my story, you know, politics really was grinding me into the ground. And you help people through the candidates you get elected. But I really wanted to connect one-on-one with folks in a way that I just wasn't able to. You know, you just, you got to raise so much money. You got to do the things. And as I started thinking about it, I looked at um, positions with, you know, Lemoyne College, uh, Syracuse University, OCC, bunch of different things. And these were roles that fit me. You know, I, I, can speak to students. I can somewhat speak their language. There, <laughs> there's some dialects that are throwing me off these days with the TikTok <laughs> and whatnot. But um, you know, I felt like I could connect in a way that could be beneficial to uh, students and to the university. So when you know the opportunity presented itself, I definitely reached out to OCC. So your goal was to connect with students, and that's what you're doing now as a success coach in the yeah. School of Liberal Arts. Yes. How would you describe what you do as a success coach? Um, so honestly, Roger, it's like a perfect fit for me. But uh, basically, my role as a success coach is twofold. The first thing we want to do is help students identify their goals. So like their goals can be big, lofty goals. Like, you know, I want to be a judge or, you know, I want to own my own business selling cosmetic products. You know, whatever your goals are, we want to help you identify them. But the goals can also be small. Like, I want to pass my math test on a Friday. Sure. I want to pass this class. And, you know, anything in between. And that's the first part. Once we help students identify their goals, then the second part is we want to help them achieve them. So we want to take the steps to get them to pass. Oh, you want to pass your math test? Maybe you should speak with the learning center. Oh, you're thinking about getting a four-year degree in, you know, criminology. Let's look at some transfer programs, things like that. Like we really try and work with the students and fit their needs. Um, We work with, you know, career services, community care hub, because each student is different. And, you know, what one student needs is not what the same student needs. It's, you know, about equity. Some students need a lot more and some students need a lot less, but everyone gets what they need. And, you know, I, I like to think that I'm able to do that because of my experience at OCC, because, you know, I joined student clubs, because I've, you know, done these different things here at this university. You know, I'm a good person to help facilitate that. So I'm happy to be in this role. This is a really good fit for me. I would think when you sit down and have a conversation with a student and he or she comes to understand everything you've done, not only while you were a student here being involved in so many things, but since then, you must be able to establish a real connection with them. Yes, absolutely. Um, I say it a lot. You know, when we have like the coaches meetings and whatnot, I have a a level of credibility and I, you know, the students sense it where like 
you can still look me up on the course roles and I'm still mentioned as a student. Mm. And it shows like I can show you my academic, uh, you know, progress report. And it's like these are the courses I took. So like when students see they need to take public speaking, you know, with Mark Muhammad, I can say, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I took that course. Sure. And, and they're like, you know, I'm not just speaking of hypotheticals. I'm speaking from experience. And that just gives me a credibility with the students that, you know, I, I cherish. I like having that because – you know, it helps me build that relationship. We build a lot of relationships and that's really what gets you through college. Like, yes, you want the degree, you know, you want to move forward in your career, but those connections you make, those relationships you build, I'm happy that I can, you know, be a relationship, but also help facilitate that. You talked about students coming to you and some have small goals and some have big goals. How about for you personally? What, what do you think you'd like to do someday? So I, I don't know what that is i know big picture like when i think about my life i want to be i want to help people i really do and like like if i you know 800 years from now you look back at the story of maurice brown what did he do he helped people and i really want to do that and i think this fits this like as a success coach fits and you know maybe five years from now i'm in a different department at occ or you know whatever but I, I really want to help people. I think that that's the you know best way to leave an impact. When you leave, you know you, your your money, all that won't really matter as much. But what will matter is how you affected the people after you, how you affected the people in front of you. And I just I want to help people. I think that my experience being you know I, I was born in Brooklyn, New York. I spent a good time in the military. I you know was a comedian. I have I have a pretty diverse background. I can you know. I can connect with a lot of different people and I can use that connections. I can use that knowledge to help people. And I want to do that because not to say to whom much is given, much is required, but you know, why not give back? You know, the, whatever I have, it's only as valuable as I can use it to help my friends and my family. And I truly see this college as family. So I want to help. Well, Maurice Brown, we were incredibly fortunate to have you as a student, and we're even more fortunate now to have you here as a success coach. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much appreciate for your time, and uh, keep doing great work and helping students. We, we appreciate you. Thank you. I will try my hardest. Thank you so much, Roger. Appreciate you. And we'd also like to say thank you to our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their studios here on campus, and thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Marabito, hoping you've enjoyed chatting about college. Please subscribe, download, and rate and review us wherever you download fine podcasts from.